Aloha, all you basketball fanatics, and welcome to our podcast, Beyond the X's and O's. This is episode number seven, coaches. And today, coaches on the panel, Coach Bob Mack with Huey Basketball Club, Coach Tom Tran with Huey NorCal Dynasty, Coach Lance O'Hara with Huey B-Ball Basketball Club, and yours truly, Coach Mel Morosco with Huey Hawaii Heat. So first off, coaches, I want to give a shout out. We'll call this little segment shout out, right? So I'm going to give the Los Angeles Lakers a big shout out for uh, their 17th championship. Now you guys can call it an asterisk or whatever, you know, I know the season was weird, but I got to give, I just got to give a shout out to my lakes. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they played well. They deserve it. Yeah, so, I, yeah, just, I, you know what's funny is I didn't even watch, like, the the ceremony. I saw the game, and I'm like, all right, cool, they won. It was just a weird season for me. Not only that, though, just, um, it was just weird. Just the season. It was just weird. So it almost felt, uh, I, I don't know, maybe because, I don't know. I don't know. It was just weird for me. As, as a fan, Laker fan, I'm like true blue. When I saw them one, I'm like, all right, cool. I felt good about it, but then I didn't feel good. It was just like, uh, okay, cool. It was just weird. It was a weird celebration for me anyways. Yeah, um, yeah so I guess today's topic, uh, all you listeners out there, um, super appreciative for you guys listening and tuning in. And if uh, you guys want to hear some of our other podcasts, go check us out on Spotify, Go check us out on iTunes, Google, and Anchor. And I think we actually are a part of some other platforms, but those are the main ones, guys. So check us out. We appreciate the love and support. Now, today's topic, uh, we're going to talk about something that's interesting, something that's kind of uh, growing fast, too, is social media with youth basketball or youth sports in general. Social media has just taken over. Now, when I say social media, the platforms I'm really talking about are like Instagram and Facebook. Um, those are the two that I used for my team many, many years now. It's going on, I believe I looked at the last or the very first post and it was January 8th of 2015 was the very first post of what was when I created the page. And, you know, creating the page on Instagram and Facebook for me was a, was a platform this was like in the beginning stages, right? It was a platform that I've always had this vision of, you know, making it about the boys. Like we always talk about making it about the kids. And it was about the kids. It wasn't only about like highlights and clips and, um, you know, uh, uh, mixtapes. It was more on the, on the lines of celebrating birthday activities that they uh, are doing in school, uh, good grades, achievements, um, you know, off the court get togethers, just the bonding, you know, I wanted to share that. And, um, and then of course, you know, the clips of highlights. And then I started to do, you know, coach Mel's play of the week. That was a big thing, um, that I started and the, the kids I coached love it. They loved it. And I look at social, at social media as a big memory bank that we can store all these memories for these kids. Now, you know, granted, I've had these kids, some of them since they were six years old and now they're 15. And 
an old memory would come up and I'd repost it and they just would wow and the parents would go, whoa. And it's just, for me, social media was that platform to um, you know, show the kids for them and their parents because a lot of them don't even have you know, Instagram or you know, they do have Facebook or something like that. A lot of parents just don't have it. And so now the kids are getting older and they have their phones, so they're all over it. But at the time when I started it, none of them had phones. So it was more like sharing it with the parents and they get to see their kids and you know how they progressed. And uh, it was just a, a nice platform. And that's what I used it for at that time. You know, it was just, okay, yeah, they won a championship. You know, the kids can see it, they get a little happy and you know, the parents get to celebrate it. And you know, if they do something good in school, like, you know, honor roll, I was huge with honor rolls. I love posting school honor rolls, um, anything to do with school. I mean. Uh, they would have, you know, violin. Uh, one of my players played the violin and he had a, um, you know, uh, I don't know if it's a, not a test, but it was a, a show that he had to do. Um, you know, players playing the piano. We would have Halloween parties. I would post things about the Halloween party or the, the boys going trick-or-treating one year. We would have an annual Christmas party. We would get together and, and the boys would do gift exchange and white elephant gifts and things of that sort. So it was really fun and I made it about, the team and not so much me look at me as the coach and look at me doing this, you know, you know, of course you have your coaching quotes and all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was just weird. Cause I was looking back at some of the old Instagram posts of Hawaii heat. And um, I would say like maybe six months from the first post, I stopped. I, this was just me being in the pictures at the end of a tournament. For me, it was just about the boys. They win, hey, that's all about you, I don't care. I'll, I'll take the picture of you guys and I'll post it. But like, it wasn't it wasn't about me. And I made it a point to just like, yeah, it's about the kids, you know? So anytime they won or anything like that, it was very rare that Coach Mel was in a picture um, from like, I would say six months into it, I was kind of like, eh, I don't wanna be in the picture. I'm gonna take a picture of these guys. And it was funny cause we'd go to tournaments and we would win and they'd be like, hey coach, you wanna get in there? I'm like, ah, no, nah, it's all about the boys. Go ahead and take their picture, it's all good. And they would be like, oh, well, okay, well, wow, that's weird. Um, but anyways, it was just, for me, it's a, it's a huge memory bank, you know? Um, and it's funny because I, I'm, not, I'm not the starter of this as far as like, you know, basketball clubs. But as a young team, I started them pretty young, um, like posting the training sessions, the workouts, the sleepovers, you know, um, going to college games, taking the boys to college games and having them experience that and, you know, jelly belly factory tour and, you know, all, all these different like things that the boys would do as young kids. And now they're like, you know, teenagers and they see these posts on Instagram and the old ones. And, um, and you know what, 10, 20 years from now, they're still going to be there. I'm pretty sure Instagram isn't going to go anywhere. It's pretty big, you know? Um, and then this, and then this is where things kind of got weird. Then it started to turn into like that people started to make money from the Instagrams. And that's when it was kind of a turnoff for me. I mean, it was fun uh, posting these things on the kids and I didn't realize the impact it had on, I don't know, I guess the, the platform. I didn't know how strong it was because you know they, they talk about viral posts and viral this. There was a couple clips that kind of went off viral. And then there was like other people that had their, um, uh, you know, channels or their Instagram 
pages that would want to do like little spotlights of the team or the coaching and and um these little articles these bloggers would post it and then it would be then it would take off and then next i mean at one point hawaii heat had about almost 10,000 followers at one point and it got to a point where it started to turn to a job for me right it was like after the game was over post 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 tag tag post tag tag right and i was like okay this is cool but then then it got really weird when you can see hey boost your post for this amount of money and and i was like boost my post uh no i don't have to boost my post i'll just just i noticed as i would as i would post things it wasn't getting i guess as many people liking it or views and i'm thinking oh that's kind of weird but whatever and then i realized oh it's they want you to pay them and then they would send it out to your viewers that you have so if, let's just say like we almost had 10 so i'll use 9000 right so i i would post something and instead of going you think it's going to 9000 followers no it's going to maybe a thousand or two right and so i go oh that's how this kind of this game works and so for me i was like well a i'm not spending a dime to try to promote my team that i'm not trying to it's not a quote unquote like moneymaker thing for me right so that was kind of weird how powerful social media was when it started to turn into like the money for me. And then you had other pages that had rankings for players. And then, you know, uh, these, these coaches or whoever was running a page that would set it up, wanted to do like spotlights on the players and articles. Like one guy called and wanted to do a spotlight on, um, one of the players on our team. And I said, uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm down. Like, what do you need from me? You need some clips or something you want to, He's like, well, it's $75. Yeah. And, and what we do is we A, B, and C. And I'm like, uh, no. Okay, first of all, I'm not paying you $75. This is not what it's about. So you can see how this is getting really weird with social media. Uh, for me, anyways, you know, I was just like, this experience here, I was like, uh, no, I'm not doing, I'm not paying you $75. And I, I remember they ended up still doing the post on the player. And, you know, I guess kind of, it's somewhat of a promoting the team or promoting the, the channel Hawaii Heat or the name or the brand or whatever you want to call it. And I didn't pay a dime. I was like, no. But then I would see other coaches wanting that glory and them paying $75 to have an article shot about him and his sons. And I just kind of laughed because I'm like, for me, that was a major turnoff when things started to turn um, to the dollar sign and instead of just being wholesome fun genuine and I think people get caught up in that you know so but anyways um yeah it's powerful and, and not only that though and this is you know years ago but now it is the way to go everything is social media whether it be scouts college coaches you know being in contact with players I mean, and this is where I would probably pass the mic over to uh, Coach Tom, who's familiar with this side of it, which is the upper level kids, high school kids going to college. And I guess all you coaches, but I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic to uh, Coach Tom. I'm sure he's got some, you know, some stories for us and and intel on social media and how it's 
kind of developed into this monster, this beast for, you know, youth basketball or just youth sports in general. So coach Tom. Yeah, I think, um, man, I, you know, I talk to these, talk to the players all the time about uh, social media and I think it has helped, but it's also ruined a lot of kids, right? Because, you know, I think Jenna uh, talked about it before in our previous podcast that, hey, if so-and-so gets a scholarship, then how come I'm not getting a scholarship, right? So it has helped, but I also think it has hurt. And what tends to happen too is, you know, you might see a kid that has a scholarship and then you instantly, if you're playing against him, you're thinking, I'm going to go against him. I'm going to go right at them to see if that scholarship is even real or um, if they deserve that scholarship, right? And so um, I had this talk with some AAU coaches about a month ago and we talked about um posting uh just off social media about players and I told them you know when a couple players get offers I post it more for the kids I don't post it for NorCal Dynasty or for it to boost our you know ego or whatever it is I do it more for the kids and I think the kids side of it um they just feel I guess, happy in a way because, you know, they're getting recognized. Um, they work so hard to this point to possibly get a scholarship or whatever it is. Or, you know, I'll, I'll sometimes when they have their high school seasons, I'll do when they get all tournament awards, I'll post that um, just so they feel um, excited about themselves. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I seen it go both ways. I've seen people use it to their advantage and say, hey, you know, so-and-so has a scholarship and they boost their clubs. And I, like we've always talked about, right, it's not about us, it's about the kids. And so um, I can see it both ways. I've seen it ruin a lot of kids, though, because the ego ends up getting really big. And then um, I guess they don't live up to the hype, right? Um, I would say, I don't know if they really do it anymore, but, you know, about five to eight years ago, we would play in big, like, boys basketball tournaments in the Bay Area and in L.A. And, you know, they always have, like, on their websites, they have like, um, like write-ups about each some players that, Hey, a star athlete of the day or whatever it is. Right. Well, fun fact, when you would sign up for these tournaments, the coaches would get a pamphlet and it would say, name me three players from your team. And what are their, you know, what are their strong points? What you were writing about your player was the write-up that they were posting. So what they, what people might perceive as, oh, you know, I got a write-up because so-and-so saw me. Well, you can be thanking your coach for that write-up because it came from their mouth. Okay. So, um, but you know, a lot of people eat that stuff up, right? Hey, Mike, you got written up about, you know, great shooter, blah, blah, blah. But so I think there's a misleading part out of that whole thing. Right. And I think right now, I think we're in a world of mixtapes, right? Everyone sees mixtapes. And I know Kaino. I remember when Kaino first played with us, God, no, what was he? He was a fifth grader. Yeah. Sixth grader, right? He was a fifth grader playing with eighth graders. Fifth grader. And my eighth graders are in awe because you got this kid, short kid, drooling between his legs, throwing behind his back and stuff. And you have other kids almost not wanting to guard a kid like that, right? Because they don't want to be on a next mixtape. They don't want to get crossed. Or you don't, you're in a high school kid, you don't want to get dunked on because if you get dunked on, you're going to be on the next mixtape, right? Everyone's going to know you as a kid getting dunked on. So it has ruined the game in a way because I think sometimes 
people don't play as hard in games because they're scared that they might be on social media now. Yeah, I, I, and I kind of want to elaborate on that just a little bit because my take on social media, there's there's like there's two different things. It's it's one posting inappropriate crap. That's that's a whole other way we can go, but um, big thing for me, and it's it's not just you know basketball or sports or whatnot, but this is all, all, all related to sports. Is that it's social media is so unrealistic, and you only see a sliver into this person's life. So these kids get on, on, on whatever it was, Instagram or Twitter or whatever, Facebook, YouTube, watching videos and whatnot. And they're watching highlight films and, and, and they're going, wow, you know, they're comparing themselves to that, that, that person or herself to that person. Um, and it's, it's, it's not a, it's not an apples for apples comparison because what they're doing is a lot of these mixtapes are hours worth of game footage. It's, you know, just basically slivered down to a, a one to two minute session. So these, these, these kids come out and they watch these films and they go, Oh, wow, that's amazing. They, well, they don't see a couple things. They don't see, they don't see one, the hard work that goes in behind all that. Um, the hours and hours and hours of blood, sweat and tears that they put in so that they can do those things. It doesn't just come naturally. They just don't get a, they don't go buy their camera and all of a sudden they're good. Um, and then, you know, they, they don't see, the the failures and the mistakes and uh, you know how many times they had to you know bobble a ball or miss a dunk or get their ankles broken or whatever it might be they don't see that and that that it that that's the one thing about social media that really drives me nuts is that it doesn't portray reality and, and especially for the younger generations they look at it and and they they almost compare it as apples for apples hey this person you know bought this you know car or whatever and what they don't realize is that person is damn near homeless or is you know in debt up to their ears you know or you know they're struggling in their their personal life they don't see all this stuff they see some some kids with a highlight film and it's like wow you know that kid's amazing but what they don't see is the game that they were selfish in and their coach benched them uh or they got kicked out of practice or they got in trouble off the court they don't see all that they just see the highlight stuff and they just equate that as being wow this is a superstar player or insert you know super word there so it's just it's it's dangerous like i think coach coach you coach tom you said it's it can be dangerous coach mo what do you got yeah you know it's funny you say that i want to piggyback on what you said there was a, a couple teams that we played in la right that the boys follow and there's the you know these quote-unquote elite players on their team so when i tell the boys hey we're gonna play these guys you know and they're kind of like, ah, I don't want to say they're shook, but they're a little like, oh, that's so-and-so's team, right? I go, yeah, let's go out and see what they got. And we would go there and pressure them and, and watch them fold. And they're not the player that we see the mixtapes or, you know, the and one and, and flexing and shooting bow and arrows and all that stuff. And I'm like, hey, I told you guys, man, the perception of social media and what you post if you're going to post some stuff about you like that you better be able to back it up because we found out the truth on two players in in, in la that are got a lot of followers and are huge for i'm talking about class of 2024 and then we play them and you're like what and you know kainoa or the players on our team are like he's not that good. And I'm like, exactly. See that? See what social media can do for you guys? It just totally got you guys all like 
kind of shook and kind of concerned and a little, oh gosh, we're playing, ooh, ooh, you know what I mean? And then when you play him, you're like, oh wow, he's just the same as us. If not, he wasn't, he missed a lot. Yeah, and I'm sure he can make some shots, but you know, it's it's social media and it's mixtape. So you can't really believe the AAU hype as I call it, right? But I also wanted to add to the whole social media craze, especially as young kids, because I had my kids when they were young and then they got to having phones, right? And then as they got to having phones, they started to, I had to remind them, when you post things, it represents the Hawaii heat as a team. Do not post stupid things. Do not use profanity. Do not use this. Don't, don't, say, don't do stupid things to where it makes you think it's funny, but the outside, the perception, people are going to see that. And, and so like for me, as these young kids grew up, I use, it's, it's like a, a learning tool, right? And haters, a lot of haters out there will say negative things in the comment section. And, you know, it's funny because I had to have a talk with Kainoa, my son, and, you know, he's, he has a little bit of a following and, and there would be a lot of people that would say, you know, you know, mean things to a kid. And, and, I, and I told him, I said, and he was getting ready to, oh, yeah, yeah, he was getting ready to respond. I'm like, hey, dude, don't respond to that. That's what they want. This is what you call haters. And it's okay, dude. Like, it's it's all right. That this is so. In a way, it, it helps the boys grow up and handle situations like that, to where you just dust it off, and uh, you know, don't don't think about that, right? So, like, ignore it. Um, you know, and, and then present yourself as, as far as you know with social media. And if you're gonna post something, there's people that are watching it. You know, people are gonna see you. So don't post stupid things. And I think for the most part, it, it kind of helped them at a young age learn about that and, and the power of social media and how, like you said, Coach Tom, you, you can get embarrassed or you can do something dumb and it could backfire and you're not thinking, you know, it, it be, because I would always tell them it's when you post something, it's not only representing you, but it's representing your parents and it's representing the team that you play for. And I, we don't want that. I don't want that on my team. So I'd always say, just be careful what you post, guys. Be positive. And it, it kind of um, it kind of taught them a, a little, I guess you can say, social media has helped them learn to grow as uh, and be you know decent human beings a little bit. But Coach Tom, you had something to add? Yeah, I think what a lot of the kids, I mean, young age is a little bit different. I think older kids, but a lot of these kids don't realize that even at the junior college level, um, players that we recruit and stuff, um, we're looking through their social media. We're looking at their Instagram posts or anything that they retweet. Um, you know, if they have a, I mean, most of these kids have Twitter at that high school age. We're, we're looking at all that stuff to see if that's what we want, you know, in our program, right? And so um, a lot of, I mean, I've seen people and I've heard stories that people lose scholarships of stuff that they retweet or stuff that they might tweet out, right? And so um, I don't think a lot of these kids or adults, young adults, realize what's going on. Yeah, and, and to piggyback on that, uh, Coach Tom, I, I'm i in a position in, in my career that I, I, I do a lot of uh, hiring and firing. I, I haven't, obviously, with, with things in the world right now, we're, we're not doing a lot of hiring and whatnot, but I have been in that position, you know, for, for many years. And once social media really took hold, um, I, I am aware of my current employees social media accounts as well as anybody that wants to get a position with my company 
Um, one of the first things we do uh, outside of background checks is is go through the social media accounts. I'll do a search, and and it's not just a typical Google search. There's uh, there's uh, applications built for that that that'll that'll you know basically pull the stuff off the web, and it'll it, 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 a lot of people say, well, you know, I can post something, but then I can delete it. Like, no, it's cached. It's out there somewhere. There's somewhere holding on to it. It's been screenshotted. Um, there's a site that cached it. There's ways of finding these things out. So what you put out there is going to be a direct representation on you. And, and I, I've, I've heard of, you know, scholar athletes as well. as just actually kids getting scholarships, just with the not athletic, right? Academic scholarships getting pulled for, for posting dumb things. And, and I mean, it's, there's, it's happened locally to, to us. It's, it's, it's bad. It's really bad, but I will tell you some of the things that I've, I've found going through um, candidates, you know, I'll, I'll do a, a brief search on a candidate first, um, see if I even want to interview them, then I'll interview them. If I really like them, I'll dig deep. And some of the things I found, it's like, wow, you, you think you know somebody and then you see some of this stuff, you're like, well, okay, I'm glad I found that out. We'll be passing, we'll be passing. So uh, Coach Mel, what do you got? Yeah, you know what? I just wanted to... Uh piggyback again on you guys. I think we use piggyback 1700 times in a podcast. Um, but what coach Tom said is the reality, you know, I don't know the listeners out there. I don't know. No, but, but coach Tom Tran is a college coach. So parents, players, especially players, watch what you post on your social media. Like coach Tom said, they will look through it. And if they can just tell your personality by what you post, and if it's something they don't like, it could cost you a scholarship or you want, or one or them wanting you to play for them, you know? And uh, yeah, it's serious. Just like coach Bob said too, you know, he uses it for his work and you can find out a ton going through. And I think we've all done it before, you know, Hey, I'm guilty um, of going through people's social media and finding out their personality. You can, you can tell a lot from their social media by what they post. So Players and parents, be cautious. You know, I mean, we can look at you as parents and what you're posting and be like, ah, these guys could be trouble. <laughs> but players, especially, watch what you post. Be careful. It, it could actually, like, you know, Coach Bob said, Coach Tom said, it could, you know, make or break you. Uh, Coach, um, did uh, Coach Tom, you had something? Yeah, just real quick on that too. I think what a lot of these kids don't realize is um, all coaches talk, right? We all know someone. And, um, you know, I've gotten calls from college coaches in the women's side that ask me about kids that I don't even coach that I know. You know, they, they're trying to find out all the ins and outs of these players because a lot of these coaches are investing in these kids' future, right? And so I would tell the kids, you know, even my players that, hey, the schools, if a school is going to give you anywhere from fifteen to 30000 they're investing in you as a person, right? And if you mess up, you could cost them their job, right? And so I don't think they realize that, that there's always being research from any coach talking about not just your players, but they're looking at other players that you might know trying to find all the information on that person. I'd like to jump in too, is that, that when we coached at, uh, at the high school level, Coach Bob, that was uh, kind of the first time that I was kind of really exposed to how much the school, how much the coaches uh, really, really know about players. Um, you know, you heard it all. I mean, at, at least at our school, it was well known that the social media accounts were being monitored. Uh, 
And um, there were some things that came up that uh, you would never know unless you were monitoring those accounts. And so, I mean, it's a, it's just a big, I think it's, it's something that all players, especially the ones in going into high school and in high school need to need to know is that when your, your coach or your teacher or your principal uh, or, or just your school in general tells you that they monitor your accounts, believe them. They, they monitor those accounts and they can, and they can monitor each one. Um, the other thing is uh, kind of coach Tom mentioned is that, you know, the coaching circles are very small. And when coaches talk and when coaches ask other coaches for recommendations or about other players, um, I think players have to understand that that coach that is being asked has to tell the truth about you. <laughs> they, they have to, because they have a reputation as well um, to, you know, to uphold. And they're not going to recommend you just because, you know, just because they're friends with you. But, but in reality, they see all the, 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 the vulgar things you post or the bad things or the negative things you post or um, things like that. They're, they're not going to recommend you just because, you know, just because they know who you are. Um, and I think players need to need to also understand that as well, that, that, you know, if, if a coach, if another coach, especially at the college level asks uh, another college coach about recommending a player or about a certain player, they're going, that coach is going to tell the truth. But coach, hold on. But um, what you said, Coach Lance, is uh, you know it's it's spot on. You know it's uh, it's a reality. Social media, like I said, is powerful. It's really powerful now. I mean, the words we use, exposed, it, it's huge. You you, you got to be careful what you guys post. It's not a game. It's very serious. Like Coach Bob used, uh, like he said about his work. I mean. That's livelihood we're talking about, you know? So social media is very powerful, not only in the uh, athletic sports, youth, professional levels, but um, professional work levels in the business world too, as well. So it's nothing to mess around with. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's, it's a little bit more than making a couple musically videos and you guys are like, hee hee ha ha ha. And you know, you TikTok in, you know, and all that. It's serious, especially when it comes to like what coach Tom said, you know, coach Tom said it can cost you a scholarship, you know, I mean, or, or, you know, maybe playing for a college that you want to play with, but you know, the coaches see that. And like coach Tom said, they're, they're investing thousands and thousands of dollars into you. And uh, you know, and you know, coach Tom said it, coach Lance said it, this coaching world or circle is small. It's a small world. You'd be shocked. And I always tell my parents, not that I'm, not that I'm some big time or anything like that, but I'm just saying, I know a lot of people in this AAU world and they just kind of ha ha, whatever. But like, when it comes down to it, I mean, just knowing coach Tom, coach Bob, coach Lance, that circle right there, hundreds of coaches, we all know. I mean, just because just that. So it's like, when you're in so many AAU tournaments, you're always building relationships with tournament directors and you're building relationships with other coaches. And so it's just, it's a small world. The AAU circuit is a small world. Um, let me ask 
you guys a question. How do you guys feel about the social media? Um, do you think it should, do you think when players, you know, we see all the mixtapes and they, uh, they show everything, all the good stuff, right? Do you think they should show the other side of it? Do you think they should show, you know, the missed shots, um, the, the, the million dollar move with the two cent finish, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I, I think it yes, was, I think it would be refreshing, but uh, I don't, I don't think it's realistic. You know, they're not going to get the, they're not going to get the impact they're going for. And, you know, one thing that I'll tell, you know, any players, you know, I've told my own players and you know, my sons and whatnot that, you know, they watch so-and-so, whatever athlete it is, class of whatever. And he's out there, you know, dunking all over people. I'm like, look, if you really want to good, get a good feel for that person, go look for their game tape. I guarantee there's complete games out there. Go watch a complete game and watch them. And that's how you're going to be able to tell if he's a good player or not. Not just the highlights. If you watch a game tape, you're like, dang, that guy, he can ball. I mean, that's, that's where it's at, full game tape. I got, I got something to add to this, you know. From what Coach Lance said, <clears throat> probably one of the best workout mixtapes with Kainoa was Coach Josh O'Hara, one of the best. Uh, hey, hey, I'm going to give you a shout out now. All right. I'm going to give you a shout out, Coach Josh, one of the best trainers in the area. Now, Coach Josh, he will video and i wish i can leave i wish we can leave links maybe in the, the description of the video we can leave coach josh's link um but check out his videos when he makes his videos i love the my favorite one was when he did kainoa so everybody he trains he makes a little mixtape of them right and my my most favorite mixtape of kainoa training was the one where he kept messing up coach josh gave him a drill to do and he just couldn't do it. And he just couldn't do it. And he just couldn't do it. And he videoed all the mess ups, which is the reality, right? This is training. This is where you mess up. This is where, you know, things you're supposed to sharpen up your tools. And it was an awesome clip. I don't know. I think it was like a minute and it was on Instagram, his Instagram account. And, uh, it was probably the best mixtape, um, uh, video training session because it showed all of his mess ups and then boom it shows him getting it right and in the reality for all the young kids that follow um older kids it was a reality it was like because all they see is the good in mixtapes like all they see is that we'll just use kainoa as an example all the fancy dribbling and the ooh ah but there's a reason why he got there is because of what coach josh was putting them through and him working at it and working at it and working at it and by the time at the end of the workout he has it down finally i just thought it was like the most original and it was a smart um mixtape as far as training goes because in training sessions you always see the makes and this and that and it's it's real easy to edit all that stuff i just i even commented i i text coach josh and i said man i love that post that you posted of kainoa working out because it showed the mess ups and not only that though I got approached by probably four parents saying that they saw that clip on Kainoa's post on Kainoa's page. And they were like that. And we're talking about a first grader that looks up to Kainoa like, Oh my gosh. But, and I think he trains with you too. Um, 
coach Lance. His name is Jax or Jack, Jack. Oh, I think it's Jack. You know, Jack. Oh yeah. Like the second or yeah. the third, maybe he's a third grader now. I think he was a second mm-hmm. grader at the time. His mom came up to me and said, that video Jack watched of your older son, Kainoa. And I go, what video? And she goes, the one of him training with coach Josh and he was messing up. And then he, he actually did it. That was like, so such an eye opener. And then we're talking about a third, second grader here at the time. Right. And I go, Oh really? Oh yeah. Wow. I, you know, I, it's one of my favorite posts. I got approached by three, three parents, including her. So it was a total of four over that post because it was a reality post, you know? And I thought that was just, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was smart. And I, and I thought it was, talk about keeping it real you know it's i think more i think he needs to do more of that you know what i mean like post post the mess ups and then at the end boom then you got the fi- the finished product you know i thought it was just i thought it was just smart i i loved it and when you said that it just it rung a bell and i think um yeah i think trainers or whoever's listening they should post more of the reality you know you always end on a positive though right and it's just not don't just post all negative stuff and say look at these kids but you know you post up you post a maybe a play that they don't execute it right and then they post a play where they execute it nothing wrong with that i think it's a great idea coach tom did you have something the social media thing, i think you know right now we're in a world that everyone it's like how many retweets you can have and how many likes you can have right and everyone is doing that stuff and i think also, I think there's a lot of jealousy of if someone has a mixtape or do it so-and-so. What people don't realize sometimes is the work ethic that that person goes through, right? All the grind that they do outside of that two-minute clip that you might see, all the extra work. I think Coach Bell and I were just talking about this right before you know we started recording this. We were talking about Jordan Ford. And people see him doing certain things. They see him you know, doing all the stuff at St. Mary's, but they don't realize the work ethic that that kid has um, and how much time he's putting into his craft, right? So what people might see as a two-minute clip of him and be like, oh, how does he have this or whatever as a, at a young age, they don't realize how much work he's put in in his craft to get to that level. And if you guys don't know who Jordan Ford is, look him up on YouTube. Uh, he graduated from St. Mary's. And hopefully, hopefully we can get him on the podcast. That would yeah. be an awesome guest to have. So Jordan Ford, if you're listening to this, Holla at your boys, all right? Sure he is. Jordan. I'm sure he's listening. Jordan, he's one of the nine. Jordan Ford went to uh, Folsom High School, a Division One high school, a powerhouse when it comes to basketball. Uh, went to St. Mary's, had a really great career there, and he's, um, you know, going into the uh, – putting himself in the NBA draft. So not, nothing but love for him, that kid there. He's, he's an inspiration to all of the young basketball players, especially in the Sacramento area that know him and – like Coach Tom said, Jordan Ford, man, like it was it was funny. It was actually kind of cool to see Kainoa did that workout training with you, Coach Tom. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Ford and Kainoa sees all the mixtapes and sees all the the YouTube highlights of Jordan. And then to actually see him there and ask him questions, I thought that was cool because like we talked earlier off camera, off video was um, you know, kids are sometimes scared to talk about or ask because they don't want to sound dumb or, you know, shy or, and uh, for him to ask Jordan Ford, what is your workouts like a day? And he said something like, I work out six hours a day. And that just put things into reality for Kainoa, you know? And he said, but, and then he told Kainoa at your age, what are you 
in, in high school, freshman, he's all two hours a day is good for you. And so I said, you see that? He works out six hours a day and it's not six hours straight. It's like, you know, hour and a half break, two hours, this, two hours, another two. And, you know, it's, it's kind of throughout the, the day. He's got like, you know, his, his plan. And I said, that's every single day. And you know what? And, you know, Coach Tom, I mean, that kid's been doing that even when he was in high school, even when he was in high school. So, yeah, I mean, I can't wait to have him on the podcast. That's for sure. That's going to be a great podcast. All right. So, hey, guys, um, a big treat for you guys. Coach Tom Tran is going to be giving the coaches quote of the day. Hit us. Coach. I've seen this one uh, a lot and I've used this in years past, but we are not a team because we work together. We are a team because we respect, trust, and care for each other. And I think, um, you know, that quote can go a long way with some teams. You know, we always tell, I always tell my teams, you don't have to be the most athletic or whatever, but if you trust one another, um, you can go a long way in a lot of games. I love that quote. Yep, I agree. Love that quote. That's a, Great quote to end on. Coaches, do you guys have anything to add on social media with youth sports or just sports in general? I'll go real quick. I'll just, you know, say my point of view of it. Um, I would say for the parents and kids out there, don't get stuck in the hype, right? When you see a kid or someone that is getting posted about their someone else's kid, um, you know, be happy for them. I wouldn't, don't, don't be jealous or, you know, whatever, because I would like, you know, Jenna had talked about before, everyone's journey is different. You know, my journey as a coach is going to be different than coach Lance, coach Mel, coach Bob, every kid's journey is going to be different. Right. And so um, just, just uh, embrace the grind and enjoy the journey out of the whole thing. Right. Don't worry about if your kid is getting posted or not posted about on social media um, if they're working hard, it's going to pan off. Yeah, I, I, I'll, again, for the last time, use piggyback on that. Um, sorry, I had to do it. Um, I mean, honestly, you can't compare yourself to others, or you shouldn't. Don't compare yourself to others. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, just be the best version of you. And that's, that's all you need to worry about. If you're the best version of you, the rest will take care of itself. Yep, that's so true. So I think on that note, Coach Bob, I'm going to piggyback off of you now. Since we're, since we're just going to piggyback, all right? Um, that's going to actually uh, conclude our podcast. All of you basketball fanatics, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for the support. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Google, iTunes, Anchor. We love you guys. Have a great day, and we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Much love and aloha.